Scott is on location at the Middle East Film and Comic Convention in Dubai. That's coming up on today's show. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the HAN Show, we bring the haunted attraction industry to you every weekday. We have news, education, and on-location coverage from Halloween experiences worldwide. We also have partner stations, and today's episode is courtesy of one of those partners, A Scott in the Dark, hosted by Scott Swenson. In this episode, Scott visits the Middle East Film and Comic Convention and draws parallels between horror culture and its impact across countries. This isn't directly related to haunted attractions, but as you all are very familiar with Scott's background in haunted houses, he can't help but bring that part into it even when he's at a Comic-Con in another continent. (laughs) This episode was recorded on location in April. Here's Scott. Yes, welcome to the dark. Uh, here we are, um, something a little bit uh, haunt adjacent actually. Since I didn't get a chance to cover any of Transworld this year, I'm doing the next best thing, at least for me, and uh, I'm here at the Middle East Film and Comic Con. Um, so I have no idea what to expect, but uh, it's here in Abu Dhabi, so I thought, hey, let's take advantage of it and we'll do a Scott in the Dark episode. This is obviously where you get your tickets and all that sort of thing, and uh, we'll be heading in very, very shortly, so. Let's let's see what this con has to offer. I, I don't know. So here's actually the entrance to the uh, to the con, and um, there's some. Oh look look wait wait. The dark. That's what it really says. The dark.ca. That's one of the coolest haunted attractions in Canada. And the reason I know that is because. I worked on it. Ha ha ha. So we do have, look, we do have dark representation and all these crazy people. These are my friends and I'm willing to admit it. Whoa, so there's some, uh, there's some size to this and I have no idea how to get around, but it's a good thing they have signposts. And my friend Matt, look at that. So here are the celebs that uh, that are here, including Hayden Christensen, David Harbour, Andy Serkis, Matt Smith, Zach Aguilar, Christopher Sabat, Jamie Campbell Bauer, Paige O'Hara, Anthony Daniels, and Meg Kalamoe. And then of course, here is how it's all set up. And here are all the people waiting. Pretty organized, very cool since Warner Brothers World is here in Abu Dhabi, Warner Brothers has a very strong presence. You can see that they've got a big booth behind me with uh, both Tom and Jerry doing appearances. And uh, and they also have a representation behind me that you can't quite see. Uh, Let me see a little bit over there. Of of Joker, uh, of the Joker's Funhouse, also at, uh, at Warner Brothers World here in Abu Dhabi. So uh, it's a very cool, very cool setup and I'll see if I can get some more images for you for those of you who are watching this on video. Thank you. 
the graffiti wall, I will put the Scott in the Dark logo. So there it is, right there. <laughs> of course, it's probably going to get lost in all of the craziness that is the whole wall. <laughs> So Virgin Megastore obviously is here with uh, with Lego Batman and a giant Jenga game over there. I'm not sure what one has to do with the other, but hey, you know, it's a con. All things go. So yes, it's a Pringles booth and a Pringles mascot. This is one, of, one heck of a con. This is really fun. So just like every con, Funko is a huge deal. And uh, there are exclusive, there's an entire wall, limited edition exclusives, and there's a queue that goes around the corner to get them. So uh, yeah, Funko Pop, always, always a big deal. So uh, the next thing we're gonna do is, is the big panel here at the con with uh, a bunch of people. So um, I can hardly wait, I've gotta go get my seat. I will uh, show with you snippets and excerpts as I can. Great. Here it comes. I can, I can take whatever seat you want. Whatever seat speaks to you. Come, I'm, I'm here. I'm going here because I have to look at everybody. All right. Up next, she's Scarlet Scarab in Moon Knight. Welcome, Megan! Prince, both Philip and Targaryen, Matt Smith! He is Chief Hopper in Stranger Things, Hellboy, and the Red Guardian! I love the dance, the sachet looks fantastic, welcome. Last but definitely not least, he's your favorite lovable droid from every Star Wars film. Welcome, C-3PO, Anthony Daniel! <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. One more time for your incredible panel here. Welcome. Does everybody have a microphone? We should have a microphone. Ooh, I've got two for some reason. Good, good, good. Hi. Hi. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Um, so let's start ladies first. First of all, I, I've heard possibly there could be time for questions if there's time later on, but we've got like 45 minutes and there's so much here to get into. Ladies first. Hi, May. Hi, May. Is this kind of a homecoming for you? Because I know you've spent a good amount of time in the UAE, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, I was, I was born and raised in Bahrain, and then I spent um, one year in Abu Dhabi and four years in Dubai. So I really feel like I did come home in some way. So thanks, thanks for having me. Let me ask you, what is different about you here now than, say, the last time you spent time in the UAE? How's the the reception of you now? Because, say, before Rami, before Moon Knight. 
how do people kind of interact with you now here in the UAE? Have you noticed? Have you noticed quite a difference? <laughs> no one looks at me, so I don't really know. She says no one looks at her. No, no, I mean, I, I, I see, you know, you know what I mean. I, when, I was, when I was living here, I didn't really, I hadn't acted a lot, and now my career is in a bit of a different place. Slightly different, Slightly, right? Slightly, yeah. Things are good, yeah? Yeah, the hotel's been absolutely blinder, so yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been lovely, lovely so far. Yeah, it's lovely. Uh, talk about you, you're, uh, you're quite the celebrity now over the past couple of years. I mean, this is Prince Philip, everybody, Prince Philip the Crown, David Targaryen. I mean, literally the last, you know, four or five years have been monumental. I know you also, uh, sorry. Doctor Who? Wow. Interesting. Does Doctor Who, I mean, what do you get in the streets? What do, what, what do you get in the street? Doctor Who, <laughs> yeah. Doctor, Doctor Who? Doctor yeah. People don't go, oh, well, there's Prince Philip. <laughs> David Targaryen, is it true, do blondes have more fun? Yes. 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 Unequivocally, yes. Yes, yes. I mean, I just literally, last night was watching Andor. I was wrapping up Andor, and it's like, oh my gosh, Andy Serkis shows up, it's like, wow, you're in everything. Sometimes we can see your face. Usually we can't, right? Is there, is there something that makes you want to show your face more? Do you prefer the stuff, you know, the CGI stuff, the body movement stuff? I mean, I love, I love everything. I love playing great characters, that's it, full stop. And whether it's wearing a motion capture suit and facial dots and, and being captured to play a creature or a human being. I mean, I, I, acting is acting. I think people misinterpret performance capture and think it's, um, you know, there's a special kind of thing that you have to do. It's just, it is just acting. It's just a different way. You've got to think of it like, uh, but instead of wearing a costume and makeup, it's it's digital costume and digital makeup, and that that's the only difference. So so I, I've loved uh, you know being both on screen as myself and and um, and, and in all of the CG roles. But what I do love about performance capture is that it does allow any actor to play anything. It's a really amazing tool. Um, that's what I love about it. I have to say. Um, I love you all. I, I am honored to be with you all. I really am. But I really, I think I only put one of you under my pillow at night when I was a child. I'm just going to say thank you. Thank you for what you did for my childhood. You were fantastic. You still are fantastic. Okay. Make some noise if you've ever seen one of the original nine Star Wars films. He's been in all of them. He's the only one, right? Correct? That, that, is, that is true, and a lot of people will know that I turned down the job interview. Can you believe that? I refused to meet George Lucas. Fate took over, the force took over, and here I am today. That that was, that's incredible. And yeah. You'll be there. No, no. <laughs> God, you have me. You're done. If you're invited, no. No, okay. Oh, no, 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 I won't be invited. Christ on a bike. No, no, I'm not going to go. But uh, I watch it on telly because I like it with the ceremony. Me too. Come yeah. over to my place. I'll do some yeah, hors d'oeuvres and stuff. I'll be some beers. I'll be that. He's really. But really, Anthony. Back to you. <laughs> David Harbour, everybody.
First thing I want to ask you, do you really have carpet in your bathroom? I saw a thing on the internet. Like, oh, hell yeah. Anybody who wants to talk to me about this, I'm, I can't believe that this is controversial. It did a thing. The toilet is in its own section with tile. But a bathtub oh, with some carpet, it's like, you know, Paris in the 20s or something. I was, I was the romantic the life that me and my wife lead. I was We're like beat poets. <laughs> if you don't know, there was this whole thing. Was it Architectural Digest? Was that is correct, sir. Wow, that is very heady reading for us. Architectural Digest did a thing uh, with you and your beautiful wife, Lily. And you guys had uh, this amazing bathroom. First of all, big props on getting a refrigerator in the bathroom. <laughs> Saves a lot of time. Just have dinner right there. Just kind of a circular thing. <laughs> But also, it seemed like the carpet went all the way up to the bottom of the uh, the commode. That's why I had to ask. Yeah, everyone's, uh, like the CDC's been calling. <laughs> They're furious. Do you wish you hadn't done Architectural Digest now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, everybody's grown up. And I think, I mean, Hopper's monologue uh, in like the end of season three sort of embodies it you know I, I don't like change i don't want things to change but you're growing up you know it's time to like leave the nest and i think that there's a, a bit of that uh, nothing gold can stay quality that i think is quite beautiful about the show and you're kind of i don't know you seem to be a bit of a father figure are you a father figure sort of to the guys that used to be kids they're not kids anymore but are you kind of a father figure to them off screen as well as on when you're around that set I mean, uh, I'm kind of a grumpy guy who just sits in the corner, to be honest. But, you know, as much as I can be, I, uh, I think that they're all on their own paths. I don't know how many young people there are here today, but the things that you guys have to deal with that my generation did not have to deal with, I mean, such as? I, I mean, the AI, got chatbot GBT doing your homework. I mean, we didn't know, but the Instagram and the, you know, having to worry about what people think of you or your brand or all that nonsense. I feel so bad for you. I, and I try to convey this to the kids at, at all times. And I'll try to convey it to all the young people here too. Is like the things that are weird and the people that, the things that don't get you likes on Instagram are always to be the most fascinating things about human beings and it's these weird little human things that I would like you very much to keep alive in yourselves and not worry about popularity as much because uh, it's, it's tough stuff you guys are dealing with for real. It's not worth the likes. It's not worth the likes. Not Speaking of shutting down. I love you guys. It's so cool. Anthony Daniels, C3PO. I just keep coming back to you, man. I just keep coming back. Nothing I need to worry about you. I know. <laughs> It's like, uh, I think they put me at this end for myself, to It was amazing as Alfred, right? So was there any hesitation in going into something? Did you say, okay, I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna do it in a completely different way? No, I mean, like all of these roles, you know, or all of these franchises, when, and they're, you know, reinvented and rebooted. It's like doing a, it's like doing a Shakespeare play. You know, you might play, you know, King Lear, and then you know that someone's going to play King Lear in, in, in the next year in another production with an entirely different actor with a completely different approach. So you, 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 you accept that you become the sort of custodian of the role for a short period of time. You, you give your spin on it, you in, completely involve yourself with it, but, but that's the great thing about, I mean, a lot of these franchises that live on and keep coming back because the stories are beloved by so many people is that they are 
ripe for interpretation because there there are modern day mythologies and and that's 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 why they keep living and that's why you're all here because you want to see the next iteration you want to see the next batman you want to see you know and i i love that about 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 storytelling is that it's it, you know you you're handing on the baton to the next creative mind to take it in a different direction So is that a panel or what? And I'm sorry I didn't get the whole thing. I just got snippets of it, but it was uh, it was so much fun and, and to hear different different takes on exactly the same questions was incredible. Let's see what else is going on here. So I come all the way to the UAE to do a film and Comic Con, and I run into one of the most recognizable icons of uh, the golden age of cinema. Oh. Right on. Who are you talking to? Anyway? I'm sorry, I, I was talking to, to, to you. Talking to them? Well, we could talk to them. We could talk to them. So, so oh, you're, you're, how you're, are you? You're here by yourself. Normally, don't you normally travel in a larger bed? Yeah, my brothers, they got insomnia. They stayed home to sleep at all. I can understand that. that would, I, would, I would imagine that would be a problem. Now, are, what brings you here to the Middle East? I'm trying to spread the stooge legend across the entire planet. You don't think the Stooge, the Stooge legend is already across the entire planet? I'm finding a few Stooge fans out here, and they're passionate as ever. So has anybody misinterpreted or mistaken you for somebody else? Uh, two people think I was Paul McCartney. I, I can understand that. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, and so was he. Yeah. So is, is he. Is he? Is he? Yes, he's, he's, I look more like him now than ever. That's true. That's true. You look almost exactly like him yeah, now. Yeah. That's that's the thing. But for the hair. So I tell you, it's, I know you're, you're you're on your crazy escapades all over the world. If people want to find out more about what crazy shenanigans you're up to, where can they find you? Oh, find me. Find you. Oh well, you have to go to C Dermic the Stoops. C Dermic the Stoops. Instagram. Uh huh. Or go to Curly's grandson on Instagram, and that's Curly Howard's actual grandson. Who's also my Larry? Who's also your Larry? Yeah, because I'm not really Mo. You're not? No, I'm a little less Mo than Mo. You're some not. You're not Mo. Mo. I want Mo. Really? Well, oh, you so, look good in the Mo. So, so you're not. You're not a real Mo. No. Well, I Let's, am a real Mo. Then screw that. We're going somewhere else. <laughs> How do you take care of a whole bunch of uh, hungry people who are at a Comic-Con? Food trucks, that's right, food trucks right out here in the uh, plaza. Um, there's also a stage and some games going on, some gaming uh, gaming trailers, as well as, of course, an inflatable slide, which is coming up, there it is, right behind me, over there it is. All right, so, uh, it's, yeah, this just keeps getting cooler and cooler but uh, the food trucks obviously the lines are very very long so I'm not eating right now I'm gonna keep uh, hanging out with my friends and having a good time but I will say that uh, I did stop by the Funko booth and get a couple things sorry I got caught up in the moment it's just the way it goes so cons are just as popular here as they are back in the States and just as uh, crowded in the hallways these aisleways have been filled like this pretty much the entire day. 
So Artist Alley is always one of my favorite places in any con because I like to see, you know, what fan art happens and what artists do when they're placed in this environment. And this is no different. Um, there's a great, a great Artist Alley right here. Uh, and I'm about to walk around and see if there's any art that I have to have and have to add to my collection. I'm also looking for inspiration. Because you know, I do still paint. Not much while I'm here in Abu Dhabi, but I do still paint, or I will when I get back to the US. So let's go into Artist Alley. So one thing that's not lacking at this con are amazing fan costumes. Pretty incredible across the board. And it's everything from anime to uh, Star Wars to you pick something and there is a, there's, there is somebody who is dressed as an even giant inflatable sharks. The other thing that's amazing about this particular con is it is approximately 4.30 in the afternoon now and people are still just swarming in. So here I am all the way in, in Abu Dhabi and I run into, well actually I'm working with uh, a, a good friend of mine from, from five years ago. Um, we, did, uh, we did a little thing that's on her shirt, I made fun of her earlier, but we did a little thing that's uh, on her shirt called Dark in, uh, at Fort Edmonton Park in Edmonton, Alberta. So um, you are now here, and I don't think you can talk about it yet, but you're now here working on a project very near and close to a project I'm working on. Correct. Very good. Very good. So we decided to, to take a break from that project and come here to, to the con. So you've seen the whole con now pretty much. I have. What has stu stood out as like the coolest thing for you here at this con in comparison to cons in like North America or Canada? I'm actually going to say that having grown up over here, Oh, that's right. I forgot this all about was not that. Here. I forgot all about yeah. that. You did grow up here. Yeah. Did you grow up in Abu Dhabi? Or I grew up in Bahrain. In Bahrain, okay. like northeast, northwest of here. But you know, we didn't we didn't have access to this part of it. So it's it's such a wonderful sort of dynamic to see two worlds coming together so freely, so independently. There's so much creativity. Uh, artists alley. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Well, so it was really fun for me to see all the different cultures here in Abu Dhabi coming together and how they represent uh, what they think a Comic-Con is. Yes. You know, it's there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Western, there's a lot of Eastern, there's a lot of there's a lot of everything. A lot of everything here. So, um, <laughs> it's uh, so I gosh, I want so badly to talk to you about your project, but I can't. So let's talk. Let's talk about Dark. Okay. Let's talk about Dark. What? So what did Dark? Dark just celebrate. So Dark at Fort Edmonton Park. I guess I mentioned that a couple times. Um, wonderful haunted attraction. It has gotten only better since I played with it five years ago. Um, so what's? Is there? Is there anything? Do you know any of the secrets that are coming up this year before you left Edmonton, or is it? Uh, is it still still going along the same same basic track? We are, I believe, we had a new haunt last year, uh -huh. which was three, which was kind of a poltergeist. Oh, I love that. Uh, it was fantastic. They, they had the kitchen table and the chairs floating in the hangar. It was so good. Oh, I love it. Um, they actually used the hangar as a, as a haunt. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I am very jealous. Yeah. So, I wish I could have used cool. the hangar as a haunt. That was very we cool. We need you to come back. I would love uh, to we'll come give back. give you the hangar. You I would love to come back. Um, I don't actually... That's all kept under lock and key. As it should be. Yeah. As it should be. Well, um, so for those of you who have not, if, if you're listening to this and you happen to be in Canada, uh, please do check out um, Dark at Fort Edmonton Park. It's it's a lot of fun and uh, run by some amazing people. 
and you all know who you are. I love you and I miss you. And um, and if you're here, uh, this is an annual thing. Come back to this. Yeah. This is one heck of a con. This is fun. Thank you, darling. We'll be back. Thank you. Okay, so uh, that was my first Comic-Con in the Middle East. And uh, it was a lot of fun, and um, hopefully you got a chance to either see or hear what was going on. Um, I will be honest, I was very lazy, and those of you who are just listening, you uh, you basically just heard the video. So I'm sorry if there were blank spots. I tried to make it so there weren't, but uh, hopefully you got a chance to either watch it or listen to it. And uh, until next time, this is Scott Swenson saying, rest in peace. But wait, but wait, there's more. Yes, there's an epilogue. So now I'm back at the hotel room and I just wanted to do kind of a wrap up because uh, it, it was, it's been such a whew, uh, sort of breakneck pace throughout this, this entire episode, um, slowing down for a couple of interviews, for a, a couple of panels, but just I wanted to wrap up with a couple of different things. First, I wanted to, to, uh, to say thank you to all my friends who had the opportunity, I had the opportunity to chat with, and some that I didn't have an opportunity to chat with, but who were there standing around with me. Um, you saw some of them if you were watching the video, uh, waiting to, to go and explore. Um, so thank you for taking me along, it was great. There were a couple of, uh, oh, I, I got a couple of fun things I have to show you. Here, I'll, I'll do my, uh, it's, look, it's my unboxing. Yeah, unboxing video, is that, is that a thing now? Is that what the kids are doing? Okay, um, so I got, I did break down and I got two Funko Pops, um, Chewy, the Chewbacca Funko Pop, which is flocked and was an exclusive for this con. And then I also got the, the Harry Potter Special Edition 51, um, just because I'm that kind of nerd. Um, I also got some, uh, some stickers. I got some free stickers, which, you know, I should, gosh, I should have planned this earlier, you know. Oh, there they are. Okay, good. I got some free stickers, which, um, says I'm a cheesy person and, um, born to be spicy. So I'm both spicy and cheesy. I guess I'm like a really hot Cheeto. Uh, but probably the coolest thing that I bought was a, an original acrylic painting uh, of Tom Waits, which is just super cool. Um, and this is, um, this is, what's the artist's name? His name is Matthew, hold on, his name, Melvin, sorry, Melvin Matthew. His name is Melvin Matthew, and his stuff I thought was just super cool and had a really sort of dark tinge to it. Um, so I, I bought the original of this because all the prints were sold out. So I had to buy the original. Oh, darn. So anyway, uh, his name, like I said, is Melvin Matthew. And uh, he, his, his stuff was some of the most realistic they had in the, in the Artist Alley. There was a lot of, of really sort of anime style stuff or, or fantasy style stuff, but the, the, uh, his, his work was significantly more realistic, although still kind of dark and creepy, which we all know that I thoroughly enjoy. So as a wrap up for this episode, uh, I just wanted to talk about a couple of things that I thought were really unique and interesting about going to a film and Comic-Con in the Middle East. Um, the most obvious and one of the most exciting was uh, to see men in traditional dress, traditional garb in their, their uh, white, uh, their long white robes uh, with an overlay of cosplay. So long white robes, and then over top of that, I saw several men wearing um, 
wearing the their their Hogwarts robes over that, which I thought was kind of fun. Or you'd see men in traditional dress, and then they were wearing uh, a headpiece um, like a horse's head, <laughs> which was kind of fun. Um, so it was it was a very it was very interesting to me to see how people took their traditional garb and morphed it into something uh, something unique and different and fun. Um, it was clear that this was a place where those people who felt marginalized, and I guess this is true of any con, um, or even you know some of the haunt shows as well, um, anybody who felt marginalized and needed a place to feel like they belong, uh, this was the place for it. And that's true whether you attend cons in the US or in Canada or pretty much any country, and even here in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. So that's kind of the, the epilogue to, to this show. Uh, I will say that um, I, like I said earlier, I, I'm lazy, so I'm just going to edit the whole thing together from, as a video, and then I'm going to strip off the audio and make that the, the podcast. So I apologize for the, the blank spaces, but uh, if, you, if you don't like the blank spaces, find the video, watch it. Okay, so this is really the end of this episode. Again, thank you guys so much for being watchers and listeners uh, to A Scott in the Dark, and I hope you had fun. I know this was not the normal format that I do, but uh, I just I just wanted to report I wanted to report from a, a show, and this was the show I was at. So I hope you enjoyed it, and until next time, really, really this time, until next time, rest in peace. Today's episode was edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. Support for today's episode comes from Gantam Lightning and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. From Dark Hour to Netherworld, Super Mario Land to Hagrid's bike, Gantam goes where other fixtures can't. See what you're missing with a free demo? Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. The HAN team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Until next time, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.